0: Florida State is leaving the ACC, and we're going to talk about it on today's edition of Locked On Seminoles. Dave, let's ride. You are Locked On Seminoles, your daily podcast on the Florida State Seminoles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And welcome back to another edition of Locked On Seminoles. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Drake here. And in the Stream Yard, I have Dave as always. And today's episode of Locked On Seminoles brought to you by friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment matter more by visiting fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Dave, today, Michael Alford had a meeting with the Board of Trustees. And for you see it, you're discussing revenue sharing, you're discussing all this. And then comes the topic about ACC. Dave, what, from what you heard from today, how, like how would you feel about FSU leaving the ACC? Because right now it feels like you know, Big Daddy, Big Daddy Mike is uh, putting his nuts, nuts on the table, letting everyone know we're leaving soon. Drake, this is this is really
1: happy. This is a really happy time as a Florida State fan. Um, this is kind of the thing that we all talk about at the bar or in our living room. We all complain about knowing nothing was ever going to change. And I think under previous administrations, we were right. Nothing was ever going to change. It feels an awful lot like Mike Alford really does get it. Like he just he, gets it. He he does. No, in a way that pre, in a way that nobody else, either the guys that preceded him either didn't get it or didn't care. Like they were just content with where we were and where we were was in a conference that we could dominate that went without pre-Alford. And because we could dominate, we had an easier path to like a championship uh, appearance or or a championship win. And that would necessarily bring money and notoriety and we'd be fine. Um, The problem is the money gap that Florida State is facing now, which Alford highlighted, is so significant and is compounded every year because it's a significant gap every year that we're going to be falling behind in this arms race of facilities. And I don't want to say NIL money, but, you know, that's the reality. And and there there's just so many components that go in to building a championship roster now that if you don't see that that money makes a difference, you're already way behind the eight ball.
0: As the kids would say, there is levels to this. And if you look at distributions, actually for all deals right now, and this is why FSU – I mean, basically, they are officially leaving, obviously, folks. But when you have a competition like this, when you put everything out the window, you're basically letting them know, hey, unless some big changes are made, we'll be shopping around elsewhere. And I've always said that there's a reason why the schedule for the ACC is only up to 2026. If you look at deals right now, distributions wise, for the Big Ten, each school gets $80 million. The SEC gets 72. Dave, guess the top of your head right now. What What do ACC schools receive? First, 40. forty-two million dollars. So a little bit, so you were under, so prices right would have won you that. And what's even worse with that, and that was something that how was highlighted by offer today, is that FSU, representative wise, is 14% of the member agreement. But they only receive seven percent when it comes to distributions with the other schools overall mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Clemson is also in that same boat, and they also receive only seven percent, and they make and, only those two schools by themselves, numero uno, numero dos, they make up over 28, sorry, I think it's over 25% of the actual, the, the, the of the agreement for the actual TV deal. So when you're looking at this overall, financially wise, sorry, sorry, financially, this makes little to no sense for that.
1: So I'm just, let me run some quick math by you. You just said,
0: you know, I don't like math, man, but okay.
1: <laughs> FSU is getting about 7% of the conference revenue pie we're we're accounting for 14% of the revenue brought in. So if you double our conference distribution, our $42 million conference distribution, double because 7% that we get versus the 14% we actually bring in, we're getting 84 million. And guess what that is? That's right in line with the SEC, which means Florida State is bringing in the kind of money that warrants us being paid out like an SEC team. That is... That right there is all you need to know. The simplest and quickest math ever. And I'm sure that's the easy sell for Alford.
0: And not only that, I mean, this is someone that also, when you look at Michael Alford's background, he's he primarily has been in the front offices for not only schools, for professional sports teams. If I remember correctly, I think his, big, and his first NFL job was actually with the Cincinnati Bengals over in Cincinnati. Was at University of Cincinnati as well for revenue sharing, revenue funding. But also he was a key, key important piece for getting sponsorships and financial commitments. To what is now known as Death Star, aka Jerry World, over yeah. there on the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. So to me, it showcases how Alford was the right selection for this, and someone that we're seeing right now, Admin is fully, you know, aligned with the with the need, wants and needs of the program. We seem to get the right guy at the helm right now, Mike, Mike Norvell. So now it feels like we have to ship, ship more for from you know improving our status actually as a football team. And actually changing, shifting our status of actually how we want to be perceived as a serious football program when it comes to what what, what uh, is going to be changing for the landscape.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think I think this is great news. Just the fact that we know our leadership gets it, and I want to talk more next about like the pros and cons, obviously, of leaving. We've just talked about one of the biggest pros, money. There's plenty more to talk about. And Drake, I want you to talk to everybody about something else that's great.
0: Great, and only as pros, and as today's talent sponsor, that is our friends over at FanDuel. Folks, the midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because no, new customers get a no-sweat first bet, say five times fast, up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can ban everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drain. Shout out K-Love, first game tonight against the Bucks. Love it for you, my guy. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go FanDuel.com slash locked on. Once again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to learn more and make over every moment matter more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We're rocking and rolling here on Locked On Sembles. I want to thank each and every single one of you for all love and support and also making us your first listen each and every single day. Now, Dave, pros, cons, we're leaving the ACC. I feel like now just wheels are set in motion. I think our intentions are being made. Yeah. What are the pros and cons of actually leaving this conference? Or are there only pros, but what are, if there are really any cons? You no, know,
1: there, there's cons, Drake.
0: Um, I, Start with the pros. We,
1: here, The pros. The pros to leaving the conference. Money. Yay! let's get money let's take that money let's build facilities here's the thing if we were in the sec this whole time we would already have a football only facility true or false
0: uh true
1: it wouldn't we wouldn't be breaking ground we it would be done and we'd probably already be on to whatever the next project is whatever i'm sure alabama has some crazy new building they're putting up that we'd probably be doing too um so the pros the money is really hard to overstate and overlook as a pro it we used to go back and forth with Max all the time on how important that gap is in revenue. I don't actually know the, I, I don't profess to know the answer to that in terms of how that translates to wins on the field and championships. But one thing I do know is that having money can't ever hurt. I know that not having enough money can, and that having too much money can't, unless you're Texas A&M and you just throw it at coaches who can't coach. But Setting that aside, um, the, the other pros, Drake, there's a lot of bad games on our schedule every year. A lot of bad games that fans just don't want to go to. They don't care to see. Like, you know, I, I'm not going to badmouth all of our ACC compadres right now, but if if our games were against, you know, Penn State and Michigan and Ohio State and Wisconsin and Nebraska instead, or they were against... LSU Texas Oklahoma Alabama Ole Miss I mean that list goes on and on it's just more appealing it's just better football more games that fans want to go to and put their butts in the stands so those are the obvious pros the con is path to championship that that's the one con I think that that's hard to overlook as well look we're in the ACC the fact that we haven't won it in several years is really disappointing obviously we're you know on the climb right now thanks Mike um, and it's looking like we're going to be able to reclaim this conference, but there is no easier path. I think realistically, of any conference Florida state could be in to making a playoff, if Florida state in any year where Florida state, meets its potential, not even exceeds it meets it. You shouldn't be losing more than two games. You win one of those two games and you have one loss, one loss, Florida state wins the conference championship. They're in the playoff. It's that simple. Not so much in the SEC or the Big Ten where you are just in a gauntlet of games every week. makes it a lot tougher to win a championship.
0: And also, I mean, I agree with you on that point, Dave, too. And then, folks, we're not saying this because you know, we're not scared of anybody. We're not saying that. But no, also, you got to no. understand that one thing that I think me and Max have really, really agreed on, actually, overall, when it came to this specifically, was that the financial commitment that a lot of these schools have with their alumni base and how much they're engaged with is vastly, vastly different than what we have here right. It's slowly growing. You see the numbers that Michael Offer had to talk about the balance Society was reaching its goal. So was the alumni base. It's still growing, but it's no it's still nowhere near where it needs to be. And it's also nowhere near where you see schools like in Arkansas or like in Ole Miss, who haven't been good, quite frankly, ever. And also you gotta understand that like, these are schools, there is these these are institutions where this is the primary, I guess thing or hobby or sport or activity that a lot of these alumni partake in. I mean, look you look at Alabama. To me, I mean, and this is the best analogy. I think Max came up with this as well. It's similar to giving your donation or your tithing to your local church, right? It's something that you do like every single Sunday, we'll call us football every single Saturday. Like this is where you dedicate your time and your financial resources towards so like to me, like that, that's a one big thing. The Path Championship also as well I mean, there's no sugarcoating it. The ACC has been down for like the past several seasons. You can see the overall when it comes to basically FSU was being down. Obviously, Clemson, a down year is only is only ten wins, but you still don't make you still don't make the CFP. But then you go over to an SEC where Arkansas, Ole Miss, those are quality teams every single season. Yep. And quite frankly, they're stronger teams too as well because like it's iron go you know iron sharpens iron. That's what we see with that, and the same thing with the Big Ten. Even though I think the Big Ten to me is somewhere where FSU at least look at a landing point and and which goes over to my pros, where FSU with new president Richard McCullough is strongly, strongly advocating to become a research university. And that means extra funding for not only student athletes, but also extra funding for doctors, scientists, engineers, the STEM programs, like something you want for your school. And the Big Ten has all of that with the majority of their members being academically accredited uh, university schools. And I think there's only, what, I think 10, 20, maybe 30 in the country right now and that's something the that FSU is striving for. So not only if we move to the Big Ten, sorry, when we move to the Big Ten, that will not only be helping the football program out or the other sports out, but also help out the larger university population as well.
1: Yeah, and Drake, I'm all for making Florida State better. And I am excited for you to throw me a wild card because I'm going to put you right on the spot when we get back.
0: Okay, Dave. We have reached the last segment. Please, oh, yeah. as always, I'm handing the ball out to you. How do you want to end <coughs> today with the folks?
1: Okay, Drake. Um, here's what I want to ask you. I'm going to ask you just a pointed question. You've already just made your feelings known on where you would like. It's been a long week,
0: man. I, I know I'm going too fast. I know I'm just like I'm just letting a lot there today.
1: I I, I hear you. Uh, there there's. Let's narrow it down here. There's only two destinations for Florida State. It, we're, Florida State's either going to go to the SEC or Florida State's going to go to the Big Ten if we move. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you three options.
0: When we, we, we going give you three options. Stick with it, Dave.
1: In five years, is Florida State in the ACC, the SEC, or the Big Ten? Big Ten. In five years.
0: I truly do believe that by 2028 of the of, of, 2028 the 2028 season. So that'll be yet yeah, for the 2028 season that FSU will probably most likely be in the big 10. I can assure you that the most likely FSU will not be with the ACC. Okay. Uh, I understand that, you know, we have the grant of rights. That's like, that's another different discussion overall because the ACC does hold the rights for televising a majority of ACC members games. However, when you take into account the, proje- the financial projections and how limiting it is in a growing world, we're also, while the Big 12, the Big 10, and AC just got new TV deals, they're going to renew twice, while the AC's deal that was entered into in the late 2010s is still in effect until 2036.
1: So- you know what? It, it's funny the way you put that. The way you just put that reminds me of something that happened recently at Florida State that turned out to be one of the best things that's happened to us in a long time. It's it's costing us more money than we, than we can stand to lose to be in the ACC is one way to look at it. Do you remember very recently when we had a different head coach who was costing us more money than we could stand to lose because fans were sick of it and not going to games and not spending their money and not putting their money into the
0: boosters? I mean, yeah, I mean there was a lot of things too like also I know. boosters like were drawing I, things even before it started but yeah it was yeah.
1: But on a different scale it's the same concept. At mm-hmm. some point when you can look at the future and say this is going to cost us this many tens hundreds of millions of dollars and we know that for a fact. Well Something's got to give. So, I I mean, I, I hope you're right that in five years we're not in the ACC. But I, I want to put you – I, I want to ask you about your, your Big Ten selection here, Drake. Uh, it, what's best for Florida State versus what makes the most sense for Florida State? Probably give sep- separate answers on it that. What, what makes the most sense for Florida State, I think you would agree, is the SEC, right?
0: Uh what do you mean by most sense? Like you mean by geographically, like it I makes mean like and travel, just like I mean, I culture. Mean, uh, culture, I mean, I yes, I get that because FSU does have that southern feel. It's basically Tallahassee is basically southern Georgia around it like is. Much as well. I mean, like it is. So I do get that for that. But to me, for what the school wants to do most, so for to me, what makes most sense in that regard from a business standpoint of like that, I think the Big Ten's that route, but from a fan perspective, I I kind of do see that while you get, you know, USC when they make the move, UCLA, Ohio State, Michigan, in the Big Ten, you do get, you know, the rivalry, you know, re, like not renewable, like you're supposed to be in the same conference with Florida. You also get the Alabama, Georgia, LSU, and it's also the cultures, you're right, are very similar, but to me, what makes most sense financially and for not only for the, the sports, um for the sports admin, but also for the school as a whole, to me, it's the Big Ten.
1: I would love that. I think you have an easier path to the championship in the Big Ten. I think real football is played in the South, Drake. And I think the SEC is going to become the preeminent super conference of college football. And I want our place oh, in that.
0: I think it's going to be Big Ten. I think that you, if I you I think you see 10 years from now, I don't think Nick Saban is going to be there anymore. I think what Kirby Smart was doing is, is amazing in Georgia. But I do think that with Ohio State... But when they finally get over the hump, you're going to see Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State also adding a USC, UCLA. I think the Big Ten is going to be extremely dangerous when it comes to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it it seems to be taking shape what's going to happen here. Um, it seems like the, the Big 12 is all but done. The Pac-12 is all but done. Some combination of Big 12, Pac-12, and maybe ACC teams are going to create some third leg super oh, you, mean, conference. you mean
0: you mean the alliance that lasted right. for a right. year and then like was no longer an alliance when their schools what? already left the big 10 but hey that's that just was... I, I called that but hey people thought it was amazing
1: so that look that's what's going to happen it's just going to be like a heap of crap that creates this third super conference that you know tries to get a television deal it's going to happen because there's going to need to be some third competitor it can't just be two choices every year uh that would be not enough for college football plus like the whole west coast would all four college football fans on the West Coast would riot. Um, Drake, I, 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 do hope, I do hope we stay in the South. I do hope we go to the SEC. I understand if we go to the Big Ten, I'll be happy if we go to the Big Ten. I think it makes our path to to winning a championship easier in the Big Ten. But give me Southern football, baby. That's where we. That's where we are. That's where I would like to stay. I want to win. I want to beat Alabama. I want to beat Georgia, and I want to beat Florida every single year.
0: So then quick question before we head out of here. When we go over there, who do you want to, who do you want us for us to bring with us?
1: Okay. That's easy. Clemson, I don't want Miami anywhere near us. I, I do still want to play them, but they don't belong in like a big boy conference. They belong in like a G5 kind of situation because that's what they are as a as a program and that's not going to change. Um, we've seen how that ship has been sinking for the last whatever, 20 something years. So, yeah, that's that's easy. Um I don't know, maybe bring with you like a North Carolina or Virginia Tech or an NC State, I'd be fine with any of those. But I think the one obvious one, and I do not like that school. It is Clemson. That is a similar Cle- like
0: Sun Clemson.
1: Sun. Sorry, right. thank you. That is a, it's a, it's the same feel. Like we have this rivalry kind of with them right now. It's a Southern football thing. They've been good lately, and I don't know. I'd like to keep that alive.
0: I feel that I would actually bring Clemson, UNC, Miami. The four of us heading to a new conference. I think those are the. It's a core four. It's a solid four. And folks, we're a core four. We're we're, we're a dynamic duo, a power two. And Dave, let the folks know how much you love them. I know it's been a few days. I still had to remind you to do your job, but let them know how much you love them and also tell them what to do at the podcast level and also YouTube. And as always, send us home.
1: I love you as much as Drake tells me to love you, which is this exact amount. Thank you for watching our show. You know, I appreciate it. You know, I love you and we could not do this without you. So thank you for coming. And we hope you tune in. Next time, for our podcast, find us anywhere you find your podcast: Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Play, other places too. For the YouTube, give the video a like if you would, if you could. Please, it takes two seconds, and we greatly appreciate it. Also, if you could, subscribe to the channel, ding the little bell, turn your notifications on. You'll know when our episodes drop. That's best case scenario. Also, leave us a comment. Where would you like Florida State to end up, or do you not want Florida State to leave the ACC, SEC or Big Ten? Or ACC. I want to hear it.
0: This, as long as I'm not the pack hole, I'll be happy. And th- right. folks, that was Dave. This is Drake, and we'll see y'all next time on Locked On Seminoles. Take care, everybody. Bye, bye, ACC. Go old. Bye, ACC. Bye, man.